you're walking down the street and the show gets old. Tune into this show. Jamming with Jamming with What's good everyone, welcome to In Jammies with Jam, and I'm here with my boy, it's me, the one and only, in vain living, it's me, your boy T, hey, so, we just want to stop by to have a little conversation, and in this conversation we want to talk about unresolved issues, unresolved issues, we, we're going to talk about this for a while. So, this is going to be a series entitled Unresolved Issues. So, what we're going to do, we're going to start with the first unresolved issue that everyone is talking about. Your man, R. Robert Kelly. Scandalous. Wow. Alright, jumping right into it. So, everybody watched the docuseries that came on last week. Yep. Sure. Yo, that was... That was just ridiculous. Alright, so... Listen, first of all, let me tell you something. There's always three sides to a story. Mine, yours, and God's. No, for real. <laughs> Your side, my side, and the truth. So, we're going to talk from one person's side, and we're going to talk from another person's standpoint. But... We're going to talk the truth. There's probably some things you haven't even thought about, but we're going to bring to your attention. For example, check this one out. Rumor has it that he was married to Aaliyah. Okay. And she was... There ain't a rumor. Hold up. How is it a rumor? If documentation proves by the courts that they listen, were married. It's a rumor because I wasn't there. Because if I would have sold my own eyes, I could have been like, you know, it's the truth. But the mother got on TV and said that she had to get the marriage annulled because how <sighs> dare a grown man be married to hold a up. minor. Hold up, hold up, hold wait, up. Wait, wait. Now up. talking about... Hold up, hold up. No, wait. Thinking about what I just stated. Like, yeah. If a minor gets married, we do know that the documentation were forged. There were fake certificates due to the fact that Aaliyah was underage. She said that she was 18 to the courts. But hold on. Who gave the consent that these two can run away and get married in the first place? Where was the mother in the beginning? She comes around now to ignore the wedding after Aaliyah and went on to be with Jesus. But where was she in the beginning? So What? Listen. Where was she? Who gave permission? Who signed the permission slip that Aaliyah can go get married to R. Kelly? I'm done. Okay. I need to know. So, so the permission me. slip that she signed, I personally believe that it had to do something with the execs. And not the execs, excuse me. With the managers that were managing Aaliyah. Because at the age that she was, I don't think 
person that her family had a full hand on her career. As if they played a part. But hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't understand this. If my child is doing music and my child is underage and my child needs parental consent, why wouldn't I be checking in on my underage child often, if not frequently? I don't know. I really don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't understand. I really can't get too deep into the situation with Aaliyah, her mother, R. Kelly, because there isn't really too much information out there to prove that R. Kelly was wrong. We don't really know what happened in that um during that period in time that he was married to Aaliyah. Again, as we said, that there's three sides to a story. We've only heard, we've never heard Aaliyah's version. Nope. And if you have, please send us the links. I'll read it. I'll watch it. But we have not heard Aaliyah's version. And we'll quote you. (laughs) What? We'll do what? We'll quote them. You'll be the resource. You'll be the primary resource. Okay. But according to the docu-series, let, let's really get on that because talking about this Aaliyah thing, there isn't much information, but... But even even talking about the document series, this had to start from somewhere. There had to be signs from somewhere. Going back to his childhood of the molestation, the rape from the family friend, the aunt, the uncle, whoever, the sister, the brother... Okay. We understand that rape and molestation okay. is really getting into we want to talk about unresolved issues because it has to go back into when it all started as we know that everything that happens in life goes back to our childhood. Everything. It doesn't matter what it is. True. So because of True. that, going back True. into our childhood, we have to talk about that. What happened as a child that led up to him being this monstrous person, Drea. The Pied Piper. Kelly. <laughs> You're the one that calls him a monster. So on that note... Ooh. Let's talk about how R. Kelly was actually taken advantage of, and then let's go into the clinical psychology of it all. So, wait a minute. So, is it safe to say that he was a product of his environment? His environment? Let's say that. Because the truth of the matter is, it, that is exactly what happened. He became the product of what so, has happened to him. So, so, it's okay to be a product of your environment as long as you're producing... In the environment. But when something goes wrong, you're just a hellion. Is that is that what I'm hearing? Because as long as my my problems and issues and dilemmas is making money for you, I'm producing because of my environment. Yes. Think about it. I'm I'm the man, but the moment when my environment is trying to take over my nature. Then he's a monster. Talk about this. Going back to quote Dream Girls. For those that have seen the movie, have have you seen Dream Girls? I seen a little bit of it. Was it? Have you seen the part when Jamie Foxx was sitting at the table with Beyonce's mother, mm-hmm. and he said to her that she's a product? Do you remember that? I remember. And the mother looked. No, the mother stated to him, 
that she's a product. You treat her like she's a product. And he said, a product. I like that. As if a light bulb went off. That people are a product. In the music industry, you're, you're someone's property. Property? Product. You're, you're someone, you belong to someone. So basically, I'm just nothing but a dollar figure. Exactly. Ching, ching. We're going to use your downfalls or whatever it is that fuels you to produce so that we can make money off of you. I don't care what no one tell me. The music industry covered up R. Kelly's assault, sexual scandals because he was a product. They began to realize that the music he put out was coming from a dark place. That is how he was producing. Wait a minute. I wouldn't say they covered up on it. I would say they kind of used it to their advantage. But you have to cover it up if you're getting over in court when the signs or the evidence proves that you're guilty for sexual assault and sexual rape molestation to a minor who is 14 years old. But, in a way, they didn't really cover it up. They let it be publicized. So it brings more... Focus. Focus on the artist and what the artist is producing. And it'll give more sales. That's what I think. That possibly could be it. Because Dre Kelly did say... I'm sorry. Either Dre Kelly, excuse me, on the docuseries... Or Sparkle all said that they said some Sparkle said something to the execs. Excuse me, it was Sparkle said something to the exec of the record label, and they said to them, to her, excuse me, and these are her words, not mine. How much is R. Kelly worth? So, with that being said, R. Kelly being worth millions and millions of dollars. They're not giving two shits about what he's doing. Is 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 the is the fact the fact of the matter is is R. Kelly producing so that we can keep money in our pockets? And as long as R. Kelly's producing, we'll back him with whatever he does, as long as it is bringing money into my corporation. Can we say that? Because the truth of the matter is, you've been to court. And had many trials, and each trial you got off. Not one time did you get convicted. And again, the evidence has proven that you were the monster you was. But wait a minute. Is it safe to say that the wounded person is the monster? When all hurting people do is hurt people? people? That's so true. Hurt people hurt people. So the fact that R. Kelly has unresolved issues with the fact that he was raped and molested at a very young age and the monster that was given to him. Because, again, it's like a crackhead looking for a hit, the same high that they got the first time. R. Kelly was looking for that same high that he got when it happened to him. So now he's going around torturing others because he was tortured. That same, there's a, a, we associate feeling the sensory vortex of the brain associates feeling with sight. Mm-hmm. And R. Kelly could have gotten off on the fact of being dominated the way he was. The feeling. Or, let's go to the fact that he didn't feel good. Let's talk about how it tortured him. So because he associated with torture and it ate him alive, that, that thing that was controlling him was the very thing that caused him to do it to others because the same way the person he associated that feeling he received is the same way he was looking, he wanted other people to feel how he felt. Does that make sense? That makes sense. 
So he was chasing after something. He was doing what he was doing because he honestly, and I feel, was chasing after something that he could not get back. So the more he couldn't get it, the more he began to do it. The worse it became. The things he did to people began to become more and more and more gruesome and horrible. Because he was trying to feed himself something. And he never got it. Hmm. That's a thought of trying to feed himself something. What about not the fact that he was trying to feed himself, but he was trying to recover something? Recover what? Recover. Because in his childhood, his his respect was taken, his yeah. his felt his masculinity was, was taken, taken, his innocence was taken. So he had to grow up early because he was doing grown-up things when he should still be a child. So, and the fact that these individuals have taken from him the things that was rightfully his, he come into these situations or these scenarios where now he gets to show that he has the power. He has the control. He hasn't lost anything. That he's now taken back what was taken from him. His control. But not realizing it and taking back his control, he was hurting these people. But in his mind, could it have not been that he was hurting them because he was hurt? He was hurt. Mm-hmm. But not just that, they never went nowhere. They always kept coming back. So then coming back, was that a sign of approval? Think about that. So psychologically, these people proof. Oh my! Which goes to say that these little girls and a lot of them in these docu series did not have a father. So were you approving because you were looking for a father figure? Mm, that could be a case. Because all your life you've been searching for something, unresolved issues. Hurting people hurt people. But we do know that R. Kelly only attracted people that were just like him. Because Drea Kelly said it herself. She grew up being abused. So all she knew was, knew abuse. was abuse. And when you can recognize any, recognize something, it means that you're truly comfortable with it. And somewhere in the back of your mind, you actually enjoy it. But because of the status quo, it's considered to be wrong. Wow. So, we're here dealing with R. Kelly about the scandal. The different accounts of sexual assault and sexual abuse. But through all of this, nobody... Was ever concerned with what happened to him. him. And how do we help him? Because I do know that R. Kelly knows that he has a problem. But nobody reached out to help him with the problem. But now wait a minute. Did he not go to a church church and they (laughs) prayed for him? (laughs) And that was publicized 
or was that a Publicity stunt, stunt just to show that he was getting some kind of help? Why didn't those leaders hand walk him like they do everybody else? Since you were bold enough to bring him to your church and advertise it. So why wasn't you bold enough to help him? You know the sad part about all of this, and I'm listening to you, and I'm thinking about all that we've so far have talked about. Sexually assaulted people, and I think the thing that troubles me the most is that they become some of the mis- the most misunderstood people. Because when their innocence is taking at them from a young age, they are forced to grow up. There is something that happens to them mentally that causes them to grow up quickly. So what happens is the brain and the body are off whack. So now you have the brain or the body trying to catch up to each other. And because there's something in the brain that sparks, that actually goes off, it causes you to be imbalanced. Mm Mm-hmm. So now we have this young man in a grown man's body still acting like a young man. No one is taking the interest again in the beginning of the conversation. No one is taking the interest to figure out why this young man in a grown man's body is acting like a young man. Has anybody ever figured out why he wanted to be around 14-year-old girls? Because he did not grow up. He was still living in a childlike state of mind. And as long as R. Kelly was producing music, as long as R. Kelly was doing what the master, yes sir, wanted him to do, they were not trying to help him. But at the end of the day we cannot sit around here and we cannot check we cannot beat down on a man that did not get help now here was as quote the past in africa alf lucal <laughs> i am apostolic i am prophetic i am ami I love that man. <laughs> and the truth of the matter is, he said something that stood that stood with me, and he talked about how we laugh at people's hurt. We laugh at their downfalls. Mm-hmm. We laugh at them because we don't understand. And the truth of the matter is, everybody's sitting up here talking about R. Kelly. You don't understand why he did what he's done. Now, not please do not take this and think that I'm trying to tell you that what he did was right. But what I'm saying is, R. Kelly, again... Did not get help. So we cannot abuse the person that was abused. We have to actually look at him and say, why don't we deal with the issue? Now, here's something also to consider. He dropped out of high school. His music teacher told him that he was good. He should be a singer. Rumor has it that he would always drive around the high school just to be around these young girls. And they noticed this. All they told him was, go away. Why are you around here with these young girls? Why didn't you sit down and talk to him and try to figure out what's going on? But instead, it meant nothing. Then he did what he did. He sung about it. He told his story. His story made millions. People bought the story. Felt sorry for him. Fell in love with him. Now their concept is. Oh my God. This is R. Kelly. I finally met him. I get to know him. I can relate to him. He feels the same thing I feel. Now. Y'all are in an intimate place. 
things happen. What can you say? Now, one thing that's real scandalous is I've read one article where the girl he had the incident with was not only the niece of Sparkle, but the goddaughter of his wife. So, that that's a conversation for next time. <laughs> that's a conversation for next time. But what we must understand is beating the battered is not a good look. It's not helping. Who's going to raise this little boy in this grown man's body? Who's going to help mature him? You know, it's sad because ain't nobody going to raise no grown man. We tend to constantly keep looking at age and we continue to look at the physical aspect of the human being. But we don't even look at the brain. We, we don't even assess the mental capacity of R. Kelly or anybody in that aspect. Because there are many people who are living just like R. Kelly. But because he's not, they're not famous, they're being overlooked. Let me tell y'all something. At the end of the day, we live in a world where many people are being bad and abused. And this is a, a world of a cycle. Everything just constantly keeps going around and around and around and around. And when do we say enough is enough and stop laughing at our brothers and stop laughing at our sisters and saying, how about I stretch out my hand to help my brother? Because he had people that literally was working for him. And all the motherfuckers were nothing but yes motherfucking people. They weren't people that really had R. Kelly's back. And I blame you bitches too for sitting up here. Running around here yes and the master. <laughs> motherfucking R. Kelly around here telling y'all he got problems. And you bitches know he got sex tapes with these fucking people. And ain't none of you motherfuckers sitting up here saying R. Kelly we need to get help. Stop motherfucking singing the church is quick. <laughs> bitches sit down our pastor. Who sleeps with a little girl in the church. Bitch you want to sit him down. But nobody want to sit R. Kelly down and say R. Kelly you got a problem. And be like you know we're going to fix this. R. Kelly, you ain't going to sing no more motherfucking music until we figure out what the motherfucking problem is. This is the shit that's bothering me. It bothers me to my core because you got some fake-ass people around here calling themselves want to be your motherfucking friend but sitting up here stabbing your back and as long as you pay no motherfucking paycheck, they ain't trying to motherfucking help you. Let me tell you something, R. Kelly. R. Kelly, you're not a bad individual. The purity is in you. It is there. It sits in you. But the issue is you need to deal with the unresolved motherfucking issue and the fact that you was raped, the fact that you molested and you had no one that you had an outlet that you able to talk to to get the help my brother it is never too late to allow help to be the thing that changes you i'm telling you there are many people out there that are willing to motherfucking help you i'm sorry i just ran and vented because i'm sitting here listening and this shit is making me mad it is making me so upset because we tend to throw hurt people to the wayside and you wonder why shit get worse and you wonder why generational cycles continue to keep going and keep going. I wonder what R. Kelly's son is like. I wonder what his daughter is like. I wonder what these children that he had, they're like. Because if he didn't get the help, I guarantee you no one sees nothing wrong if his children are around here abusing people. Bitch, he's a bully. And his children may be bullies. But no one sees nothing wrong with this. No one's actually helping. Let's talk about it. Let's really talk about Dre Kelly. Let's talk about your family. What are they like? And we can't blame R. Kelly for not being there because in your story you said R. Kelly was there up until you decided to leave because you felt like you said he was being a bit. Like I said, he felt like nothing because feelings, your feeling is right. It's how you feel. I can't tell you that you're wrong for him abusing you in the way that you felt. But what I can say is, is that what is your family like? Let's talk about it. There, there needs to be real conversation. Not who can make the best buck 
who can make the best hit? What can I get out of it? The question is, can somebody be helped? That's the question. How can you help him get over his unresolved issues? And all he did was just put a band-aid on it. And another band-aid. That's all you niggas did. And another band-aid on it. And another band-aid. Oh, I'm going to hire this person. That's a band-aid. Oh, I'm going to buy this car. That's a band-aid. I'm going to buy this house. That's a band-aid. I'm going to create another album. That's That's a a band-aid. But you did not help yourself. You know you need help because you have the spiritual side of you (laughs) that will inspire everybody. You believe you can fly. And you have your 12 play. So we know there's two sides of you that need help. But your 12th play has been conquering, I believe I can fly. And what happens is nobody want to help the real Robert. Sylvester. As long as Kelly is producing and producing and producing. I got another theory. How about maybe your albums wasn't bringing in enough money like it was before? So let's put your story on blast. Maybe that might bring in more sales. Or, how is it the truth that R. Kelly made, since we're getting into it, R. Kelly maybe wanting to leave the music industry or the elites? That's another conversation. <laughs> The truth of the matter is, brother, you need help. And because you know you need help, that is the first step to deliverance. You the very first step of deliverance is to make the acknowledgement that I have a problem. Anyone into a, and have been in AA knows that you have to make the step to say, my name is so-and-so and I am an alcoholic. R. Kelly, I am a pedophile. My name is Robert Sylvester Kelly, and I am a pedophile. But yet, even if you don't like that word, my name is Robert Sylvester Kelly. And I fuck some girls for a living. I'm just joking. I have a sexual addiction to minors. They did it in the Middle East, I'm just saying. That's not that funny. That's not hilarious. That was supposed to be funny, but that really wasn't funny. The truth of the matter is, in the Middle East, no one sees wrong with grown men having sex with little girls who just get their period at 12. But I'm just saying, we live in America, people. I understand that. So, Robert... That, that, that's biblical, too. You know, the Virgin Mary. <laughs> Shh, don't tell nobody. But, uh... <laughs> okay, Mary, Guadalupe. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But, we want to say, Robert, R. Kelly, we don't judge you. At all. We just know the truth. And the truth is you have a problem. And And the problem is that you haven't dealt with the unresolved issue of your childhood. And we want you as an individual, you as a person, to get help. You. We don't care about what songs you have. We don't care about how much money you made. We don't care. Nope. Because at the end of the day, that's so If you need somebody to talk to, you can go off. Call me. And trust and believe, I don't need your money. I don't want it. I'll take the phone call, but I don't need your money. The truth of the matter is, brother, I, I, I know people, and I am one who truly understands we both what do. you're going through. 
we're not gonna not say the pedophile not. part. Okay, so let me just get that cleared up before you niggas run around here and say, "Oh, he was raping and fucking people." Me either. No, no, nope. Okay, nope. I understand nope. the part nope. of you being sexually taken advantage of. Trust me, I get it. I understand what it makes a person feel like. I understand for many years you live in a dark place. The difference between you and I is is that I when I knew that I was actually gearing into directions and things, there was something about me, my spirit, that would not allow me to go too deep into it. Because I knew there's somewhere that that was never me. You had people that led you into this dark path and made you feel as if it was okay because you began to use a talent that was given to you for the wrong reasons. And all you had was enablers. Enabling. Handlers. You had dope addicts pushing you to dope. And passing you around to the next caller. That's like saying, All right, Kelly, crack is wrong. Don't do the crack. Here's some crack. Exactly. That's 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 coke, not crack. You don't sniff crack. You smoke, As you see, I don't you know. Smoke dope, okay? <laughs> you smoke the crack, you don't sniff the crack. Right. As you see, I don't know. Okay? To R. Kelly. We understand. We do. At the end of the day, it's never too late to change. It's never. You have until the day you die to get it right. You don't have repent. To no, I'm joking. That was funny. I thought that was gonna. Be, I thought that was gonna be hilarious, nigga. You know he just tried. You know what? He really has been insulting me the whole night. You don't think I know? He's been insulting me, but it's okay. It's nothing but love here. It's nothing but love here. But for all the hecklers, all the two-faced, all the backstabbers, all the ones that's just here for the gossip, there's a better way. There's answers. With every problem, there's a solution. And we don't look for problems, we look for solutions. So, the solution is, we have to go back to the root of the problem. And once we go back to the root of the problem, then we can deal with those little demons that you have. We can deal with those little imps. And once we deal with them, we can take a step forward in the right direction. But until then, you have to come to the acknowledgement. I understand you can't tell everybody, you can't admit to everybody, you can't say that, yes, I did it. Because you incriminated yourself. Mm-hmm. And trust me, a lot of people are waiting, banking mm-hmm. on that confession. So they can't get their big up-ups and their big come-ups. But my brother, my brother, or the words of Marlon Wayne's from his stand-up, Wokish, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> My nigga. There is hope for you, my brother. There's hope. (laughs) But we will have part two of this series of unresolved issues. This is the first time, the first, you know, step to this. So you have to realize, first, hurt people. Hurt people. Hurt people. You have to acknowledge that you're hurting. That you've been hurt. Hurting. And you have hurt. And you are not 
what you've done. Then once you realize you are not what, you what done. you've done, Come on. then you can walk truly in who you are. And again, we need to, it's not about a black community or white community, it's not about a community, it's about a, a, a group of people, us, humanity. Stop. Stop, stop, stop laughing and finding other pleasure in other people's, people's pain. Stop. Stop. Because it's not helping anybody. It's not helping you. It's not helping the generation to come. All it, all it's doing is destroying us. It's destroying humanity. It's destroying the environment because of the negativity, the energies that are being put out. It's destroying our agriculture. It's destroying the economy. It's just destroying all of what was created to operate in a harmonious effect and harmonious energy, we're destroying it by killing each other. And I don't mean with guns. We kill each other more with words and our actions um, than we do with physicality. We need to stop doing that. Showing each other love will be the best way to fight, to heal each other. We have to start loving one another. So R. Kelly, you have my sympathy. And brother, I'm not saying what you've done was right. But brother, I love you enough to say, go get the help. Get it. Get the help you need. And stop allowing people to talk you into covering up what you've done. Stop. Because it's not hurt. It's not helping no one, but it's hurting you and it's hurting those that have been hurt by you. There is... There is greatness in you, my brother. There is greatness. Even though it may seem dark and it may look dreary and it seems like you're all alone and there's no help. There's still greatness in you. Because gifts come without repentance. You were given a gift for a reason. You allow the wrong people to manipulate it. But you were given a gift for a reason. Yep. So what? You couldn't read or write. So what? You came from a dysfunctional home. So what? You had dysfunctional marriage. So what? You had up and down. So what? Who has it? Yep. But my brother, there's greater things in store for you. You have to make this step. You have to realize that there's better. And once you realize it, don't worry. We'll help you through it. Trust me. Been there. Done that. that. But made it out. And have the scars to prove that there's a life on the other side. <laughs> Come back next time and join us for the continuation of this series, Unresolved Issues. Have a good night. Good night.